and welcome to our second episode in Temple Law Library's new series of podcasts. I'm Carly, and today we're talking about a situation that every law student will be in during their education, taking on research assignments as a legal intern. I talked to law librarian Julie Randolph about putting together a great research assignment. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for talking to me today. So the first thing I want to ask is, what do I need to know before beginning my research? First, make sure you understand the question you're being asked to research. You can't start your research unless you know what information you ultimately need to find. Also, when initially getting the assignment, you should run through the five W's that you learned back in elementary school. Who, what, when, where, and why. So for who, you want to understand who the players are and which one of them is your client. For example, if there's a buyer and a seller, which one are you representing? That will frame how you look at documents in your research. The what, what are the relevant facts? For example, in zoning or safety issues, offices, apartments, and mobile homes all may have different laws applying to them. So if you have a construction law question, you need to know what's being constructed. When, besides the obvious statute of limitations issues, many legal tests rely on whether someone had knowledge when they acted, or whether they acted in response to another party's act. So knowing what happened when is crucial to understanding what law applies. Where, knowing where critical events happen can help you figure out the jurisdiction and which laws apply. An event that happened in Pennsylvania and involves only Pennsylvania parties is easy to figure out. But what happens when you have a company in California making a deal with a company in New Hampshire to sell something in Virginia? And why, know why you're being asked to do the research. The research you do on a contract clause is different if you're drafting the contract as opposed to defending a contract provision in court. Or maybe the assigning attorney is just gathering information to write an article. All of these will color what law and commentary is most relevant to answer the question. And finally, ask what format the assigning attorney wants your results in. Do they want an informal email, a formal memo, or an oral report? Also, know the time frame and ask the attorney's availability for questions as you conduct the research, as well as how they'd prefer you contact them. With all these considerations in mind, what's my first step in beginning the research? As Charlie Perkins discussed in a previous podcast, secondary sources are a great way to start. They will ultimately save you a lot of time and stress. The best ones to start with often are ones specific to the jurisdiction, if you know it, or subject-specific secondary sources. If the place you're working has secondary sources in print, check those out too. Not everything is digital and secondary sources often are easier to skim in print. Other than secondary resources, what should I consult? After secondary sources, check statutes, regulations, and ordinances, and then move on to case law. And as always, don't forget to look at citators such as Keysight and Shepherds to make sure any case law you cite is still good law. Awesome. So now that I have all of my research together, how do I manage it and make sure that everything's organized? That is the trick to becoming a successful attorney, at least in the first few years. Um, Right from the start, keep a research log. Um, When I was practicing, I had a notebook and pen next to my keyboard to record the database I was in, what filters I used, and the search strings I used, as well as the number of results and whether the search string led to relevant results. Even when it's a rush assignment, jot down notes on what you're doing in your research. It's amazing how, when you're researching in a panic, 
you forget what you did just five minutes ago. I know Westlaw and Lexis have search histories, but those histories don't tell you whether a search was successful or not. Having a log will help you keep from repeating work you've already done, will give you something to show a skeptical attorney who couldn't believe that a search term didn't yield something useful, and it will help you refine your research if you need to revisit it later. Also, timing is important. Even if I have plenty of time to complete an assignment, I try to run a few initial searches in the first few days after I get it. Why? You'll be able to figure out if you need additional information from the attorney or additional clarity on the question you're researching. And you'll get an initial sense of how long the entire research project will take you to complete so you can budget your time. If you have three weeks to write a memo and don't start until the last week, but then find you have a lot of basic questions, the assigning attorney is going to know that you sat on the assignment for two weeks before starting it. So you mentioned talking to my assigning attorney. Are there other people that I should talk to during the research process? And as a follow-up, are there people I should avoid talking to during the research process? Remember, confidentiality applies once you're practicing. You can't ask a friend or relative who's a practicing attorney about your question unless it's in very general terms. I'm working on a copyright issue is something you can say. I'm working on the copyright for George R.R. Martin's next book is not. So as excited as you are about the assignment, be careful about what you say. But that said, if your organization has a librarian, you can ask them for research suggestions. You can also ask any mentors that are assigned to you within the organization for general guidance. And if you don't have those resources available to you, you can ask a Temple Law Librarian a general question, such as, I need to find the legislative history for a Pennsylvania statute. Can you show me how to do that? And we're happy to help you. Just don't tell us which statute you're actually going to be researching. Let's say I've gone through all of these different stages of research, but I still feel stuck. What should I do now? If you've already looked at the resources we discussed and talked to people at the organization and at Temple, go back to the assigning attorney. It's okay, especially as a law student, to admit you're stuck if you have made a good faith effort to do the research. This is one reason to make sure you start the research with plenty of time. You don't wanna to have to say, I'm stuck the day before the assignment is due. To wrap everything up, my last question is, how do I know when my research is finished and I have exhausted all my options? That's a great question. And we actually have an upcoming podcast devoted to that topic. <laughs> yes, thank you for the plug for our next episode. And thank you for helping me out today. I like Julie's point of understanding your research assignment through the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. Thoroughly understanding the context of the assignment before diving into research means you'll produce a better quality end product. Visit our website, law.temple.edu library for more resources and to schedule an appointment to talk with a librarian. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time.